All down. All silent. Going, going, going. Go on, Congratulations. Welcome to the Current Market Insights Podcast, brought to you by Harris Partners Real Estate. Each episode, we chat with real estate author and industry leader, Peter O'Malley, to discuss the current property market conditions and provide insights to assist you on your property journey. Welcome to Current Market Insights. Peter, as always, wonderful to have you in the studio. Great to see you, Kieran. Great to see you. Uh, I want to chat this week about a policy change or a, a law change for real estate agents around the rental market, particularly how they advertise rentals for pricing, how they encourage people to apply, and the, the tricks that they use to get people to pay above uh, what would be viewed as the market rent. Yeah, now, well, just on that point, Kieran, I'm going to jump in in favour of the property manager here. Property managers didn't use any tricks on the whole as an industry to get tenants to pay more. We're having a rental crisis, and that's not the property manager's fault. But the Band-Aid solution that's been introduced has targeted property managers. No, fair, fair. And look, I'll, I'll take that point. So that being said, the the changes are specifically targeted around the use of particular words in the ads, encouraging people to offer above uh, or offer over a certain amount when advertising a rental. And obviously, we've seen changes like this in the sales market some years ago. What really is the flow-on impact of, of these changes, do you think, to the Look, rental market? Um, demand is outstripping supply. The property manager coming into back end of last year had an apartment, for example, was getting 500 a week and was like, well, based on the market now, I think it might get 600 a week, but but who knows? what What is the apartment going to lease for if there's 40 parties lined up out the front on the first inspection? Well, it's, it's going to lease for the highest price that someone's prepared to pay, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, well, you say of course, but this is what the rules are targeting. So Don, Victor Dominello, the D- Minister for Fair Trade, has said real estate agents can't say a property is going to lease for the highest that someone's prepared to offer because what the property manager was saying, I've got one apartment and 40 people standing out the front, so I'll just lease it to whoever offers the highest amount. They're using different dialogue to describe that scenario, but that's effectively what they were forced in to do by the scenario that met them. And people were unfairly targeting the poor old property manager who is not a salesperson, who is not proficient in market forces. The typical property manager is a diligent compliance-based individual that turns up Monday to Friday, nine to five, works earnestly and goes home. They're not used to having 40 people wanting one apartment. So it was always going to get messy from there. Now, there's many things that uh, the government probably could have done and should have done, but what they did do is they said to real estate agents, you cannot say any more any dialogue that suggests the property is going to go above a certain price. All you can do is put a fixed asking price on the rental property, and if there is more than one applicant, you say to that applicant, there's multiple people interested in this property, I need you to offer for this property what the property is worth to you. And they can't use any dialogue that inflames the pricing of the situation. Now, when you're a tenant in a line of 40 and you know that there's one apartment available, you know that it's not going to go for the sticker price advertised and then you end up offering over anyway. So in that regard, I'm not sure if the law's uh, uh, corrected anything. 
But very quickly, what real estate agents um, and their clients, the landlords, said, well, if we can't use dialogue that allows us to maximize the full market enthusiasm, just load the sticker price. And that's what we've been cautioning tenants and landlords that's going on right across the Sydney. That is the major unintended consequence of this new policy that was released on December 17, 2022, where real estate agents are just putting properties on the market for 30 to 50% above market value. And it's easier to negotiate down under these new laws than it is because it's illegal now to negotiate up. And what that's happened is that when someone goes on domain or realestate.com and has a look at rentals in their area, they're seeing fanciful numbers where the agent has completely and utterly loaded the price with the intent of coming down. And unlike the sales market, where you can look at CoreLogic, PropTrack, SQM Research, you can get excellent data in the sales market to know exactly where the market trends are. You may not get the price of every house that sold last week, for example, but you can get enough information to know how the sales market's performing. There is nothing to tell tenants, landlords, or real estate agents what a property leased for versus what it was advertised for. So we've now got a state of confusion in the rental market based on these laws that were introduced in late 2022. Yeah, it's particularly daunting to, I think, as a renter when, you know, you're having to place a little bit of trust, I guess, or, or uh, you know, faith in, in the price that you're seeing on that property, that that's what the market forces are saying. That's what market rents are in that region. Uh, and you would go along to that inspection expecting that that would be the price. You know, I find that particularly interesting if, if property managers and landlords are preloading a price uh, so that they can come down legally to a more uh, suitable place. Uh, I find that particularly interesting if then those inspections are still getting, you know, multiple parties turning up, because clearly then they expect that that is the market price for that property in the area. Uh, I doubt anyone out there is going to these inspections as a potential tenant thinking, well, I'm going to go there and try and squeeze 25% off. While ever the rental crisis persists, there will be this sort of confusion that goes on. The other thing that we're seeing in the market, Kieran, is a landlord will go on domain, have a look at similar properties to theirs, and they'll say, Kieran, Kieran, uh, my property manager's under leasing, you know, he's got my rent too cheap, and they'll ring you up and get stuck into you, and they'll say, look, there's similar two-bedroom apartments to mine. You've got you're getting six eighty a week for mine, but I'm seeing similar apartments for eight fifty nine hundred a week. We're we're losing all this money. As the property manager who's not necessarily skilled at managing price expectations, you're saying, but that's the asking price of the rent. We don't know what it's getting. But he's saying, well, you're the expert. You're the real estate agent. You should know. Property manager saying, how would I know what it leases for? Because there's no database. There's no centralized place that anyone can go and draw the facts on. So we now have a scenario where everybody's being lied to about what's really going on through overpricing. And um, as I say, confusion is rampant in the rental market and it will accelerate throughout 2023 as this overpricing issue becomes uh, uh, more mainstream. I want to really touch on something you mentioned there, Peter, that uh, landlords are doing their own research, calling up the property managers and saying, hey, you're ripping me off here to the tune of whatever it might be. Uh, what is the impact of that going to be for people who are currently in a, in a fixed-term lease coming up for renewal in the short term? Are they likely going to be stung with, with some pretty massive uh, rent rises to, to satisfy the landlord's you know, curiosity and, and research online themselves? 
Well, what's happening is the property manager says to the landlord, look, if they're your instructions, I'll increase the rent, which um, from 680 to, to 900 a week. And they ring the tenant and say, um, look, based on the advertised unit next door getting 900, we'd like 900 a week or you have to move out. And then the tenant says, well, I don't believe it is 900. I don't believe next door will achieve 900. And if it does get 900, good luck to everyone involved, but I'm moving out. And then the um, then the tenant moves out and goes and finds a seven hundred and fifty dollar apartment elsewhere, and the landlord who's just lost the tenant thinking they're going to get nine hundred, they lease their property again and guess what they get for it? Seven fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that point where everybody's lost. The tenant's moved unnecessarily. The agent's done extra work to shift a tenant out and find a new one coming in, and the landlords had to pay letting costs, vacancy costs, advertising costs to get a tenant at the same price that he would have got if he was market-based to begin with. And what these laws have done is they have skewed the market base where nobody knows. What you're asked there is, Kieran, what is market price for a rental property at the moment? Nobody knows based on what has happened with these laws and now the subsequent overpricing being engaged in across the city. Yeah, it's uh, safe to say you can jump on domain these days, Peter, and just sort by popular perhaps instead of by price because it uh, it could be anything. I think well, I'd, I'd love to, to get your thoughts. The government obviously is trying to increase transparency to a certain extent and make it a little bit clearer for consumers uh, and tenants in particular. Uh, no, the government's trying to win an election and they've come up with a very, very poor policy in the process. So if that's the case, who do you think is the real target here? You know, they can frame it as being pro-tenant and trying to protect their their interests. But in fact, uh, as you've described, it's making it incredibly hard, almost impossible for tenants to really be able to to actively predict or, or pursue property. Who is this really helping in the long term, do you think? I don't think there's any winners out of this. This is why I'm so cross about it, because there is no winners. The landlord thinks the real estate agent's undervalued or underleasing their property. The sitting tenant's being asked to pay above market price based on the optimistic overprice sticker price on the empty uh, unit next door, uh, chaos is reigning. You'll hear a lot more about this in the months ahead. It it needs to be reversed. See, the thing about um, letting the price run on 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 an empty or an available letting property, and there's 40 people that want it, who is the person that's prepared to pay the best price, who's the best applicant, that impacted the 40 people lining up for that one property, yeah? Of course. What these rules are doing now, this is spewing across the entire rental market at a time that the rental market doesn't need any more challenges. Because as I say, sitting tenants are being are being asked to pay unrealistic rents based on other overpriced properties. Incoming tenants have no idea of what market value is because you can't get that data from anywhere. And landlords are into their property manager to go and ask the existing tenant or a new tenant for a price that's fanciful. Now, the rental market is rising, but not to the degree that this overpricing suggests. Absolutely. And I think uh, it, it's obviously a case of the government's just trying to, to pass the buck and throw, you know, particularly the real estate industry under the bus with this one, I think. The rental crisis is systemic. You're absolutely right. It is systemic. It's got nothing to do with property managers. That is just the poor person that fronts up to meet the marketplace on a Saturday morning. The rental crisis has many deeply rooted issues um, that have caused what's going on in the city at the moment. And to say, even though we've got a systemic crisis here that's led to 
um, a lack of supply and an excess of demand, what we're going to do is we're going to put a Band-Aid over this and we're going to put some rules around the property manager's conduct. Madness. Absolutely. Uh, Look, Peter, not much time left today. Uh, Obviously, really hot button topic uh, and one that I think will, will certainly change the discourse around rental properties in Sydney with the current scenarios and, you know, being an agent yourself, you're clearly opposed to what's happening. Do you have any quick tips for for renters out there who are looking at uh, potentially trying to find a property in this completely unknown kind of scenario? Well, what, what, what advice, what, what advice can I give a tenant? There's no evidence. There's nowhere they can go to get research. I respect when a buyer wants to know the sale price of a property and he's chasing through and they look at it and they say, I'm not here to buy today. I'm just doing my research. I say, good on you. That's what we tell you to do. Do your research. Where's a tenant going to do any research at the moment? Mate, from my uh, my experience on Reddit, everyone gets on there and uh, and shares their stories. Look, it is clearly a very, very tough time. And uh, yeah, I certainly, I'll be honest, I'm glad that I'm not looking for a rental in Sydney right now. Yeah, it's tough for those guys and, and I feel for them. Absolutely. Look, that's all the time we got for today, Peter. As always, nice to chat with you. Really interesting topic. Uh, and let's, you know, from where I sit anyway, let's hope that the government sees some sense and reverses this. Indeed. Thanks, Kieran. All the Thanks, best. Peter. Thanks for joining us on the Current Market Insights podcast, brought to you by Harris Partners Real Estate, the podcast providing real estate insights you won't find anywhere else.